Hey, it's Debbie here. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. But you can also hear the Dave and Dujanovic show live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine, or at KSLNewsRadio.com. Keyword podcast. So text that keyword to five seven five zero zero, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. Dave and Dujanovic, special coverage of the top national story. Well, Dave and I admit it, we have never quite been this obsessed with a seat in Congress that's like really nothing to do with Utah. But we have been just... We're on George Santos' beat, and we have been since the beginning of his lies, when they started to unfold, and we have not let go, and today is no different. We've got a live report from News Nation in just a moment. Today is a big day. It's a big day uh, because it'll determine whether the GOP Republican can hold on to his seat that Liar Liar Pants on Fire lost uh, when he was booted out of Congress. Yeah, there were so many things early on when we started learning about his lies. They were... (laughs) <laughs> some were white lies, some were big lies, and then we started hearing about allegations of illegal criminal behavior, yeah. and that led to indictments. Yeah, and some of them were fine lines and wrinkles lies, like when he's accused of using campaign funds to you know, buy Botox like you do, lied about his high school like you do. Like, Does anybody care where you went to high school? Uh, lied about college, uh, lied about uh, where he'd worked. Uh, By the way, Dave looked into it. He's never worked at Goldman Sachs or Citigroup. And this is the one that really just was like, what in the world is going on in this man's head? Uh, Lied about his mom dying on like in 9-11. You know, like at the World Trade Centers, dying in 9-11. Well, he forgets his lies because a few years later he tweets out that, oh, my mom's been gone for five years now or something like that. And, you know, that was like 15 years later, you know, that she actually had died. So um, this is a really, it's an unfortunate situation for Republicans in the House uh, because the margins are so tight as as they are. You don't want to, you never want to lose a seat and you certainly don't want to lose a seat like this. Yeah. And it is so close. Uh, it's such a narrow advantage for Republicans right now. Joining us right now from News Nation, Morning in America weekend anchor in Adoba. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you're in New York right now. This is the talk of the town, I'm sure. Oh, it's also a very snowy town today, guys. There's a nor'easter oh, hitting yeah. Nassau County. That's actually where I am in the 3rd Congressional District. You are right. This race is a nail-biter. It's within the margin of error. I'm saying I'm in Nassau County, but for today's purposes, this is ground zero for a narrowly split house. This race is so close. Now, Tom Swazi, he is one of the candidates. He's a seasoned politician. He's actually held this seat for six years before an unsuccessful run for governor. He's a registered Democrat. But guys, I have to I have to tell you, while he's been campaigning this time around, he's really seemed to distance himself from President Joe Biden. His opponent very different from him, that she's a political newcomer. She is from Ethiopia. She served in the Israeli military, and she moved here with her husband and seven kids. She has relentlessly been attacking Swazi when it comes to immigration, being weak on immigration. Now, according to voters here in this district, their concerns align with a lot of other Americans immigration, immigration, immigration. And that's what's bringing so many voters 
to this special race today, to the special election, despite that nor'easter outside. And I'm not exaggerating, guys. I've covered blizzards. This probably is one of go- going to be one of the worst storms New York has seen in the last two years. My goodness. Stay so safe. turnout is going to be a disaster. That's what they're afraid of. But I have to say, I'm in a polling place right now. I'm at Millie, uh, Mineola Middle School, and they've been trickling in. We did speak to the Swazi campaign. They think this actually may be a benefit for Swazi because of early voting. That started about nine days ago, and 11,000 more Democrats did take part in early voting. So they think that might give a slight advantage to Swazi. With that said, both campaigns are offering more rides today to make sure voters get to the polls, despite this crazy weather Volunteers are still going door to door, making sure that voters come out and, you know, cast their vote for this very important race, like you guys mentioned, that has national implications. I also very quickly want to talk about the money pouring into this race, guys. We know the Swazi campaign has spent close to $20.8 million on ads. Mozzie Pillup, she spent about $7.2 million in ads. Wow. That's all those super PACs coming into this district because they are going to be looking at this race as a bellwether come November. We're live right now with Enadoba, who's on the ground in New York uh, covering the special election um, after George Santos got booted from Congress. Um, there's a Democrat running. There's a Republican running. And we should know in the next, uh, by tomorrow morning, certainly, if the Republicans can retain that seat or if they have to hand it off to a Democrat. Um, I'm curious, any sightings of George Santos? Like, what's become of this man? Do you have any idea, Anna? Um, he has said, because, you know, he's been very popular on X. He hasn't stopped tweeting. He, he did say for this specific race he was not going to take to social media We'll see if that's true, because in the past, uh, you know, he's very vocal on social media. In fact, when Mayorkas wasn't impeached last week because of that narrow margin, he actually tweeted out, miss me yet? And Florida Representative Matt Gates said on another network, we actually miss George Santos. So that just shows how close this race is and how badly Republicans want to keep this seat in the House. This is such a, an interesting district. Long Island, right? <laughs> Uh, right. Biden wins by eight points in 2020, but by right. 2022, Santos flips that seat. So what are you hearing from from the folks there? Do they hold the Republican Party responsible for George Santos or, or is this guy just the, the renegade and they say that was just a bad apple? You know what? That's what it seems like. We've been talking to a lot of voters coming in and they are saying, look, we just want a moderate. We just need someone we know. But I did mention how the Pillup campaign is attacking Swazi on being weak on immigration. The Swazi campaign is actually comparing Pillup to George Santos, saying just like Santos, we don't need we don't know much about this candidate either. So they're certainly using those tactics about you know, the disgraced George Santos and comparing Mozzie Pillip to that as well, just saying, listen, she hasn't been in the political game very long. We don't know what to expect from her. And Adoba, thank you for joining us from News Nation, uh, weekend anchor at Morning in America. Thank you for joining us. Well, you know, I, I could sense um, Republicans being concerned about another newcomer. Uh, or voters just in general being concerned about another newcomer because they didn't know. A lot. I'm not trying to compare her in any way to him, but they, but certainly their history is like they didn't know a lot about him either. And they found out about it after the fact. Yeah. 
Yeah, and there was big buyer's remorse. This race has been interesting. I was uh, reading in the New York Times today uh, one one little story as they were campaigning. Uh, Mozzie and Swazi, she's holding a press conference outside a migrant shelter. So migration has been a huge campaigning uh topic between the two so she holds this press conference outside the shelter and swazi sees it happening he drives to the press conference as soon as she wraps up he holds his own press conference he's like just what you heard her say that's that's (laughs) like this this sounds like just a, a wild campaign and to see uh who actually ends up being victorious in this huge snowstorm, this huge nor'easter. Yeah, might certainly impact turnout. Uh, we do know that George Santos uh, still faces a slew of, of, of federal charges. Of course, we're going to continue to follow that. Uh, but that's a story for another day. Right now, the story at hand is whether the GOP, the Republican Party, can hold on to the seat. He blew it for them. He blew it for them. That seat is on the line today. We're going to have full and complete coverage of the results tomorrow right here on the Dave and Jujanovic show. Uh, Next, uh, you know, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Dave panics. Eyes get big. He's starting to sweat. Um, But we don't want to to make sure Cupid doesn't distract you from your partner's secret financial troubles. What is this song? Who picks our music? How come Jeff Kaplan, how does Jeff Kaplan get all the good music? 